The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our naive, vulnerable brawler, and resident strongman. <laughs> Moses Magnum. What the fuck, man? Why are you always laughing at me, man? I'm laughing because it looked like we caught you in a moment. You're like, man, he went to me. I didn't know that was going to happen. But you were the only other one left. I don't. <laughs> Just leave me out of this. <laughs> there it is. Damn, that was so cool. I'm mad at him. <laughs> like, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Because we get to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. It's going to be an in-depth and spoilery discussion, full disclosure. We want you to know that right from the jump. So if you haven't seen the movie yet uh, and you don't want anything spoiled for you at all, we're sorry because you may have to tune out for today's show. You but, should know our motto by now. What, 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 what's our motto? What's the motto with you? <laughs> it's like spoilers. They don't want spoilers. Fuck them. I, I don't feel like that's our motto. Is that our motto? I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not my motto. It's we, my motto. We do encourage the the fucking of people. I yeah. I I'm not. Look, I'm already in trouble with HR. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna encourage that. Yeah, play it so, safe. So no. <laughs> play it safe. Spoilers ahead for Spider Man, and actually probably some spoilers for uh, Hawkeye, the the finale for the series. So or the season. So, you know, there's going to be spoilers today. Spoilers abound. But if you've seen those things and you're saying to yourself, man, it would be really cool to mess around and have a, a, to be in a discussion about that stuff. I have some thoughts. Guess what? You can go ahead and get down with Fantastic Forum. And we're going to tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin because uh, without him, the show wouldn't have happened. So thank you very much, Scott. Hope you're doing well. Hope you got to see Spider-Man as well. But who knows? <laughs> Look, Scott. Scott has kids now. Man, he got to make plans to go see. Well, movies, he has huh? to. He has to like Spider Man now. He has to, right? He has no. Like, I don't know. I don't know how big, uh, his kids are into the superhero thing. I know I one of them. I know the boy. The son he, likes Transformers. I know yeah. that he's a big Transformers fan. But I don't know. Transformers or Bayformers. Bay no, no, trans Transformers. No Transformers. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's he's looking at the cartoons, 
I mean, it, it's a legit question. You know, we've we've talked no, about young, the younglings that are now being raised <laughs> to love Bayformers. As right. They're like those cats that think Bumblebee is a Camaro, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think Anakin was... Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, damn. We're going to cut down the younglings? <laughs> hey. <laughs> wait, so wait. I'm sorry. It's not a Camaro. It's a Mustang, isn't it? No, it's a Camaro. Right. He he did that to specifically as a jab at me. I don't know. I don't know. Your <laughs> name was Henry Ford. <laughs> anyway, so listen, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we're going to tell you how to do it right now. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you very much, intern. Have a happy holiday. Yeah, there you go again. We know holidays what you name your penis. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I don't mind the glory. What? Wait a minute. Can we just listen? I'm going to no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. I call, I call um, my pants the octagon. You want to step in? Oh, Jesus. Really? Really? So if you're in chat, you can, like, you know, you can go ahead and uh, reach us either in YouTube or in Twitch. Please feel free to comment. We will bring those comments out of chat and into the show. Uh, such as insert witty chat comment here, please, Jay. Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did you guys watch the season fin final for Hawkeye? The big guy <laughs> finally showed up. Spoilers! I, I, was Spoilers. Waiting, I was waiting for Mo to say his penis is witty chat comment. <laughs> uh, he calls his penis the big guy. <laughs> Hawkeye. He always hits so, his target. Exactly. <laughs> so, folks, again, they're going to be spoilers. So, if you're watching and you're like, "Oh man, I haven't watched Hawkeye," or "I haven't seen Spider-Man yet," and you're like, "Ah," like, look, keeping in mind, I feel like both of these experiences are things where even if you know what's going to happen, it it's not really going to dampen you watching it that much. Uh, so what is happening? Who is the big guy? There it is. Moses. Okay, it's so we're starting with Hawkeye. Kingpin. Kingpin's in it. Oh, Kingpin? Uh, yeah. D'Onofrio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, oh, all of a sudden he wants to watch? He wants to watch Hawkeye now all of a sudden, this guy. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I've, about... I've been wanting to. I, I've just been busy. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Maybe this is a normal thing that I've missed. Mm-hmm. Hawaiian shirt uh kingpin is that a thing no Hawaiian shirt kingpin I feel is well you know what I'll say this I feel it's a new thing but at the same time despite having been buying every issue I haven't been reading Daredevil currently and I know that you know but I I, I find that it's probably not gonna be it can't be a regular thing in the comics well, because like it kingpin's not, like mayor right now right it's not it's not look this this Hawaiian thing, like even he was at a tiki bar one day, went to him 
in the thing when Maya and Kazi went to him. He had a tiki bar set up like his Christmas party. Oh, gotcha. There is that song that Takaliki Naka is the thing to say on a cool Christmas day. You know, you heard that song, right? You never yes. Yeah. yeah, I know it. His party was themed as Hawaiian themed party. And that's um, where he was at the end of the series. Gotcha. The uh, yeah. the pimp cane felt felt right though. Yeah, yeah. Like I, cool. I like I still have my pimp cane from the action figure somewhere, like in one of my boxes. Yeah, yeah. not Ozzy's boxes, but yeah. No, that, that's that's classic kingpin. Yeah, yeah. And even like how he blocked with it and used it as a weapon, like it's tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek H. In chat says Hawaiian shirt kingpin is from the comics. <laughs> like I, uh, the messed up part is I don't know if if Derek is just making a joke or not because Derek reads comics periodically. Like he might he might have read a Daredevil issue with kingpin in it or some other Marvel comic. That's possible. Yeah, it could have happened. Yeah, yeah. They're actually that that. But okay. You said what? I'm skeptical, but okay. Yeah, I hear you. As am I. But most explanation makes the most sense. Everything was kind of Christmas themed in here, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, each episode was different, like, Christmas song type, and, you know. And that one fit. Like, that made sense to me. Wait, each title? Like, of the episode? No, no, like, each episode had, like, a song... That resonates. That's like a Christmas song, whether it's like the Grinch song or mm. "I'll Be Home for Christmas," you know. Mm, and it can resonates you. throughout the episode. Yeah, through line because it's different moments of somebody's experience during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, man. Like, I, I, I this isn't the same kind of synergy like uh, uh, Agents of Shield had with with uh Captain America the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. But it is like it what what a week to be uh like a Daredevil fan as far as like the TV show goes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> because not only of course do you get the Kingpin reveal like from the week previous and then you get Spider-Man that comes out and then, you, of course, you see Kingpin in this Hawkeye episode, but then you also get the Matt Murdock cameo. And it's just like, dude, like, it it was it was only a cameo. But, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, it felt, it felt so good. Yeah. Derek says, uh, an amazing Spider-Man family business... Kingpin has a, a Hawaiian shirt. He says, "Don't doubt my comic." <laughs> Amazing it's family What's... business. It's an original graphic novel that's not. I don't think it's in any continuity. It's just like mm. that is the actual outfit from the show. Yeah, and uh, oh, it, really? it, was, it was written by Mark Wade. It was one of the last. Oh, nice. Marvel, and he just did like a, a small run. And I, I thought it was just gonna be like the fact that he said number one that kind of throws me off because when I knew about it, it was just going to be published as like a trade paperback just on the top. Mm. You know? Nice. That's very mm. cool. 
Like that that's that's really interesting. And I wonder was he having a, a Christmas tiki party on that too? <laughs> no, but isn't that one like Spider Man has like a brother or some shit in that? Like I didn't read it, but it was a weird thing know. like that. Like it's it's some family kind of like how Kate had his three with him. Oh no, that's not the one that had that's not the one I see. Oh wow, look at that. Oh, that looks pretty cool. I love how that red and white plays off of everything. Like, wow. It's a great use of like that negative space. Yeah, yeah. that looks relatively recent. That might have been it not? It might they might have been a reprint. Because I know um like on our YouTube channel, we actually have the trailer for Family Business. And this was it was like something like 10, 15 years ago. 2018. Oh. Yeah. That might be a reprint or something. Or it's 2014 reprinted in 18. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Hardcover. The, yeah, it was a hardcover, and then it was put out as a paperback in 18. Yeah. Damn. Wait. So, so 20, 2014 is like seven, eight years ago? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Time, what's happening to time? No. <laughs> That's very cool. It's well, all there right. you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just like, you know, for the, for those people that were hoping for, you know, Daredevil to kind of somehow sneak back into the MCU yeah. or or get get recognized, I guess, in the mainstream MCU, you know. Yeah, it's good good week. What did that comment say, Jay? Uh, Hexilla was saying I thought Mo was wearing some HBK gloves from '95, but it's Spider-Man. My bad. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. He, he thought you were a sexy boy, Mo. <laughs> I heard I am. an island boy. I'm an island boy. Too. <laughs> island boy. He's an island boy. So, dude. Okay. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. No, don't. What, you're gonna go into Spider-Man already? Is that what oh. you're doing? I, I I was going to. No, do you no, not you want gotta to? give me my fucking due because I told you, cocksuckers, that that was that was a mockingbird. Linda Cardinelli was was mockingbird. I don't think that that's been proven. You watched that last episode. It was her watch that they were going after, a shield watch thing, and it said Agent Nineteen on it. Did it say Agent Nineteen? Yeah, it had number nineteen on. Yeah, it. I had the the shield and the. Shield logo with 19 on it, yeah, which is Mockingbird. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Don't smooth, don't smooth past it like not like not, like it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I didn't see it. it. I didn't. Happened. I didn't hear. I didn't it hear anybody say. <laughs> I hear anybody say Mockingbird. <laughs> I said Mockingbird. I said she was Mockingbird. No, no. I heard you say it. What did the show say though? I mentioned that there was a Mockingbird in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then Mo, Mo pointed out that that doesn't exist in this universe. Right. <laughs> and now, now I'm proving that it doesn't exist in this universe. How can Maybe. we say it doesn't? How can we say it doesn't exist? I like mean, it, doesn't... It, exists, it exists in that multiverse, but not in that universe. What? Why not? Because it doesn't. Listen. You can't she can Agent 19. But the Mockingbird in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't Agent 19, was she? Yeah, she was. Was she? Yeah, she was. I don't 
remember I didn't, them even, I didn't even watch it, but I know she was. Well, how do you know if you didn't watch it? Like, they don't look, refer I, to I'm letting, giving you guys time to look it up. <laughs> so, I'm saying, like, she can be Agent 19, and the other character can be Mockingbird. Right, but Agent 19 is Mockingbird. Well, but, okay, but in the MCU, maybe Agent 19 isn't Mockingbird. Why wouldn't it be? She's married to Hawkeye. Because we already have a Mockingbird. No, you you people that like that shit show had a Mockingbird. Had a Mockingbird. What do you mean? You like, why, why, why would you why would you disparage Shield Agents of Shield as you a show? Why. You haven't even watched it. You haven't even watched I it. I watched enough. I watched enough. You look Agents of Shield. I'm I'm looking it up and same name, Barbara Morris for both characters. It's it's Mockingbird. Wait, what do you mean it's the same name? The 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 character of Mockingbird in Hawkeye has the same name as the Mockingbird in Shield. Hawkeye's wife in the MCU is her name is Barbara Morse? It is now. Um Clint. No. Barton, sorry. Bobby what? Martin. Bobby Barton. And that fits in line with the, the Stanley alliteration, so that makes it so. Wait. So what? What are you? What are you saying, Oz? I'm saying both right. Like I'm saying, but isn't her name Laura in the TV show? I mean, in Hawkeye. That's no. Her real name is Linda Cardellini. What? Linda Cardellini. That's who plays uh, Hawkeye. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the character. Oh. Well, that's in, in, hiding. They're, she, they're in hiding, like like uh, witness relocation thing. That's why them finding the watch would fuck them up because then they know that that agent is there, and whoever's got a hit on her can go after her. She's like in witness protection. I don't know, man. I like. Don't get me wrong. I, I I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that uh, I feel you like you just can't let I, me have my uh. I'm, my I'm saying be, be the good. jury. The jury, no, I mean, she's definitely Agent 19. We can give her that, but we don't know that she's Mockingbird yet. She's Mockingbird. Yeah, That's... she's been Mockingbird and retired. Yeah. <laughs> she's She's been Agent 19 fact, and retired. In fact, at this point, that you remember that series, uh, Hawkeye Mockingbird from like 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this play the MCU version played out even better because they actually ended up together. I, I mean, I don't like okay. I don't know. I, all, all I'm saying is in the MCU things go different in the same way how Ronin was Hawkeye first, right? Like Ronin in in the comics is Echo, but it's different. I'm just saying she could be Agent 19 and maybe not be Mockingbird, but you might be right. And hopefully, hopefully they'll explore it, because you know I would love I would love to, to yeah, hear more about story. it. It's done. Yeah, she's retired. He's retiring too. Larry that's just doesn't want to show my do. That's how the show ends. He's passing on the uh, the Hawkeye name because he's done. Finally, let the man rest. <laughs> he he needs to be in Avengers. I need him in the next Avenger movie. Well, sure. Then maybe you'd have at least one Avenger in that movie. What does that mean? What are you <laughs> talking about? Thor is the only Avenger left, and he's a Revenger technically. Wait, why? why you don't even not? have you don't even have Hulk anymore. Why would you not? 
recognize all the other people that are there that are being Avengers. They're not OG Avengers. I mean, half of the people on that team aren't OG Avengers. Everybody knows the sequels never as good as the original. Oh, you're talking about like OG, like from the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinematic. It's a cinematic universe. If we're talking. Like, why comic, why I, I does mean, that even matter? Rogers the musical was closer to the original Avengers, wasn't it? Because it had Pim in it, I think. <laughs> it did have Pim in it, which is hilarious. <laughs> Dude, that that made me smile uh, so big. to Spider-Man, yeah. No, no, man. You wanted to hang around. You know how guy you were smiling that whole song. Oh, dude. Not you, Lawrence. I'm talking to Mo. Yes. Nah, You're smiling I right hate now. It. That that's when I tested my camera and shit. Cause I was pissed. <laughs> like, what a waste of a fucking end credit scene. Oh, how dare you? I'm sitting here like, man, I hope, I hope I was like hoping at the end they're gonna be like Rogers the musical touring 2022. I'm like, where do I buy my ticket? This was this was <laughs> this was big media pushing the gay agenda. That's what that was. What are you talking about? Like, what <laughs> kind of craziness are you saying? No, just because they're in a musical, they're gay people? He's got a good point. You're right. <laughs> you, saw, you saw them walking around like that. <laughs> they all look like Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is super cool. I like Freddie yeah, Mercury. He's great. He's amazing. I'm not going to yeah. do that. And gay people can be amazing. Some can be douches, but I like I, I don't it's want like that. Us, like, yes. That's not yes. like a, a, the great fucking great fucking series, and that's the end credit scene. Like get the fuck out of here. I mean, what what would you have preferred? I don't know something that let me know the next wave of shows or something. Or I mean, because we already got the 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 next thing is Doctor Strange, so I can understand them not wanting to put something, but something further down the line, or maybe explain how the fuck like okay, Vera Farmiga fucking hired the black widow assassin but um you know we saw that the hit was put on in black widow by madam hydra like at least give us that connection you know what i mean because mm. there's i i like which is it one is which is it that's a plot hole to me at this point however there could be some connection because hydra can be can hire out a private you know security firm that deals in mercenary shit like that Two for either money funneling or uh hydra agents, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. She could be maybe tied to something bigger. You know, her having been that tied to Kingpin was kind of a letdown because I saw that that it the Black Widow assassin was coming, that Yelena was coming after Hawkeye. You know what I mean? I thought she was gonna be tied more towards like she would be a, a ranking member of the board at Hydra, you know. Yelena? No, they're a Farmiga, man. Eleanor Bishop. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah. Okay. So that, like, that, there's a missing connection there at this point for me. That's like a plot hole. I see it at this point. So, uh, uh, uh end credit scene that would kind of tie that loose end for me would have been great, even if it doesn't tell me what's coming next or whatever. But, you know, at this point, we know that there's Hydra shit creeping up again, you know? Mm -hmm. Or at least that's what they made it seem. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now it's like, okay, maybe there isn't. Well, now, I mean, but I guess, don't, wouldn't you feel like those two things could be happening but just be separate? Like, because, you know... Uh, Madam Viper, I'm sorry, 
Madam Hydra <laughs> gave her the hit for Clint Barton. And then here, it's not the hit. So, who gave the hit? Like, what's the official canon? Well, they tell us that the the woman hired him, right? So, it's like the Kate, Bishop, Kate Bishop's mom hired, but, hi, or hired her. I'm sorry, hired Yelena. But that doesn't mean that that Madam Hydra didn't. What is that? No. <laughs> it's like somebody finished their Slurpee and threw it. <laughs> Come on, man. Listen, yeah. but you know, like I'm over here smoking in silence. She could, she could still be the one telling, telling her. Uh, Madam Hydra could be the one that just like let her know that hey, this is the person that's responsible for your sister's death, and that that very well. So it could be like a thing where maybe she was Again, going to. Uh -huh. If that was explained in the end credit scene, I'll accept it. Got you. Okay, but it um, wasn't. Mo 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 wants the receipts. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, what are we, where are we going at here, man? I mean, we were doing, we doing the Dark Avenger. Like, come on, you know. Like, I, I'm invested in this TV universe that they got going. You know, I feel, I feel like Madam Hydra was was there to do. Uh, I, I think she's doing some Thunderbolts type stuff. Yeah. Although, really, man, I mean, Vera Farmiga as Madam Hydra would, I think, would have been better. Yeah. Yeah, like she could be Spider Woman. Madam Hydra with the scroll shit and everything. Mm. That's interesting. Like yeah. I, I well, she's that caliber of actress. And mm. she's got a real interesting look. I love every movie she's in and stuff because of her look, the way she expresses the lines. Like to me, it's almost like she is the, what you look at for in an acting performance. You know, she mm. does a really good job at that. She's got an interesting looking face. It, the, the the beauty part is not too overpowering, so as you're not stepped out of that character, and she does it all well. And uh, so her, like, uh, that caliber of a role, I think uh, I would love to see that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. So cool. You all want to get to Spider-Man? Or you all want, anybody got something else to say about Hawkeye? I mean, I'm sure we'll go back to it at some point, probably, but, you know, for now. Yeah. Okay, I guess we should play some uh, movie review music. Oz, what are you gonna say before Larry? Ask what, what you guys thought happened with Kingpin? Oh, because we know Echo's got a TV show coming out. Yeah. Oh well, I you know I was watching it with Emily and Liz, and I told them, they're like, who 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 died there? Like, who did they shoot? You know, because they don't show you. You hear the gunshot, you see the flash, but you don't see who got hit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So worst case scenario, I said, like, even if, if it was Kingpin that got shot, like, he's going to live through it, you know? Because mm -hmm. even, like, it, it, like, leave it to MCU, man. Leave it to MC <laughs> Marvel Studios. And we'll get to this part of my opinion at Spider-Man. But they did the Kingpin, like... They did everything awesome that the Daredevil series did, which was ABC Studios, you know what I mean? But they gave him that, like, okay, is he super-powered or isn't he type of vibe in this? You know what I mean? 
which is kind of how the kingpin is. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this motherfucker took his body to the limit to where, like he is one punch man essentially <laughs> for those <laughs> anime fans. Like he's just a big fat one punch man. Like he did the the fucking the push ups and sit ups and the ten kilometer, you know. And then he's just a big fat dude, but he's also like eighty percent lean body mass, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. And uh, and he can lift a car when he wants to. <laughs> he just mm-hmm. doesn't do it because he's he always, like like he told Maya, like fly under the radar, you know. Like his chest could stop a bullet at a certain caliber, you know, up to a certain caliber. <laughs> you know? So I'm not worried about him getting shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even with the arrow, like the arrow just went and he just broke it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the, the look, as awesome as, as the Daredevil series was on Netflix, like Marvel Studios doing the the Kingpin just took it to that other level, man. And I know, I mean, I know Oz is getting ready to hit that button. That oh boy, yeah. <laughs> but at this point, I'm all in on Marvel Studios. No, I, I let them do whatever the fuck they want to do. I don't give a shit. They they definitely yeah. like show they they implied just like in the comics. Like you don't know if he has powers. I mean, dude ripped the door off a car. Right, and then you he know. got hit by that same car, and yeah, and right. he gets they, up from a big ass explosion of a, like every trick arrow. There are several point. Well, there's at least a couple of points where you think, okay, he's dead or unconscious, yeah. and he gets right back up and starts fighting again. It's like, yeah, you know. yeah. And in the Daredevil series, like you know, they did it, but it, it's like implied, like they they didn't spend too much time on like, okay, we don't want to make it look too, uh. Too much, too hyperbolic. You know what I mean? But at this point in Marvel Studios stage in the game, like hyperbolic is like the shit. You know, like, <laughs> make it look like the fucking comics. Who gives a shit? If they don't like it, they don't like it. We'll make a good one next season. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I agree. The the kingpin was like the the <laughs> portrayal and the way that you know they. Like the way that they had him fighting in this was really cool, and yeah. I do like I do like how that fight played out because it wasn't like like they did a good job of not overpowering Kate Bishop, right? Yeah, like she tried to do what she knew, and it wasn't enough, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. But she still managed to succeed, mm-hmm. which is like, and then even like when she when Barton tells her like you know you went up against Hawkeye. Very few people walk away from. That. I mean, against Kingpin, very few mm-hmm. people walk away from that. Like that. Yeah. The, that tells me something about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I can't wait to have into the Kingpin verse with. Uh, oh wait, no, he's dead. Never mind. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan and Vince Rough man. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. Is it is it time? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Now I got to find the song again cuz I Oh, I was busy hitting the <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Spider-Man no way home. Uh, wow. Like, 
where where do you all want to start with this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, look, I mean, leading up to it, I mean, he, he, my story, man, I was, I, we, we talked about the trailer before on the show. You're not, if you're not new to the show, you heard us talk about it. And it's the one time that I've been anticipating a movie. Like, I wanted to see this. I'm, I'm hyped. And there's a lot of hype around it, too. There's a lot of suppositions and, and, and things that leak that people think are like, oh, this is this is this is good. And I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you also thought you had a you had Quicksilver in WandaVision, you know, like Marvel does this weird shit about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I was excited. Man. I bought my ticket ahead of time. And, you know, Emily didn't know what her work schedule was going to be like. And then. I know what you guys are going to do. So I was, man, on Thursday night, I was going to just ditch work and go watch it by myself. And then it turned out to not be the case. So I was able to get some tickets. And you guys were able to get, you and Joe were able to get tickets to the same place just sitting behind me. So yeah, for the one time, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, mad about black, black people sitting behind me at a theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, the the whole experience, I mean, I got there, like the movie started as, you know, there was some scheduling issues with my work and I almost, it's not that I almost didn't make it, but I had to move shit around cause, uh, you know, shit happens. And I got there at 658. And, oh, uh, seven, so yeah, I got to see the Sonic trailer. That was cool. Finally. Yeah. Saw that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. And and Oz, you were definitely missed, man. Like it would have been perfect if you were able to be there with us, but, but sure, obviously. Uh no, I couldn't I couldn't enjoy it. This uh this a-hole on Fast Fantastic Forum spoiled the whole movie for me months ago. <laughs> like, beat for beat, everything he said happened. I just wish <laughs> I could remember his name, that handsome fellow. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, well, that's movie- the one thing you got to say about this movie, too, is that, like, everything you thought you knew, like, yeah, a lot of us went in spoiled, but the execution and watching it play out is where it really shines. Indeed. So it's not like, yeah, like, we all, we knew in some capacity we we're going to see Garfield and maybe Toby, you know, and maybe the villains from the other movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Before even the trailer, once the trailer came out, but once seeing it, everything go down was a whole different beast, and that's why I'm not even afraid of spoilers uh, or of giving spoilers in this movie because it's like the journey of it, like the ad experience, like you, you can't take that experience away from anybody, it, it no matter how hard you try. Like it's such yeah. a, a good experience watching this fucking movie, man. Yeah, and so. The movie basically starts off with Peter Parker like beginning to adjust to his new reality where people know his identity where they know that he's Spider-Man and you know his life is in shambles now because like Mysterio Mysterio outs him and makes makes him or makes everybody feel like he is a menace. And of course, you got J. Jonah Jameson there pushing that as well because that's what J. Jonah D- Jameson does, right? 
So it starts off with with it in that realm and in that scenario. Um, how did you all feel about about uh, the portrayal of Pete, Peter Parker in that scenario inside the MCU? Anyone jump in? What do y'all think about it? Or what do y'all think about? It? <laughs> I mean, okay. it's it's tough to to whittle it down to just that one portion because this movie made me feel like the entire home trilogy is the Spider-Man origin story. You know, mm. it's not until this third one that he becomes the he actually becomes the spider-man that you know we we know and love you, you strip out the the stark tech you get rid of all that crap make him have to use his brain and actually like do stuff and i think by the end of this movie we we finally get that spider-man that we've wanted since the first one and so kind of makes the uh the other two movies feel like the first two acts of a three-part uh not trilogy because that's what it is three like one long ass movie yeah and uh yeah it, it takes two better spider-man to teach him how to be a spider-man <laughs> it's not better but it's more seasoned uh, i think it, that i will get to that little aspect a little later but well how i said like this um like the whole time with him you know the trial of him you know uh, being cleared of killing uh mysterio or however that played out because they just kind of rushed through all that and then all of a sudden he's trying to get into college again you know <laughs> um and then that that one that felt a little rushed not in terms of this movie as a whole but like in the comics, that would have been a, a more long yeah. aspect of the story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, that could have um, been the main point of the whole movie if they yeah, wanted right. it to be. Let's complain right. about MIT and more of that. <laughs> Say that again? Less on the MIT stuff and more more on that. And to kind of go along with, with uh, you're asking how this Spider-Man reacts in this movie and acts in this movie, you know, I think him towards the end realize, realizing that he can't have everything and that that's how things are going to be better. I, I don't know how yeah. to explain it properly. No, I know, but, you know exactly it, it, it. It's the Peter Parker thing to do that yeah. I'm going to, my life is going to get shittier but these people, every everybody around me is going to be better off. And that's, that to me at least when Spider-Man was conceptualized and how I kind of felt about the character is Peter Parker is a character whose life doesn't get better when he gets superpowers, but he still does what is right. Even if it hurts him personally, you know, he's going to, he's going to do the right thing to make life better for everyone else. And he finally gets to that point. I feel in, in this third movie. Because up until now, he's had all kinds of support. You know, he's got the Avengers got his back. He's got the Stark Tech. He's got I'm even made got his back. Yeah, even even in the beginning of this movie, he's he's got you know stuff. Everything's going wrong, and he's got somebody that he can go to. 
and and help him out with that. And I feel like at the end, at, when this movie's over, he doesn't have any of that. He's starting back from square one. He's got to make his own suit. You know, it's just, I can't wait for Spider-Man 4. Yeah, fair, fair. So, oh, you look like you were about to say something, Bob. Oh, no. Um, it's it kind of, um, I was kind of going to reiterate some of the shit that Oz said and how it's all just one big origin for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's he, he's, you know, the fact that there was three Spider-Men in here, the Garfield, the Toby, and the Holland, and they're all at different stages of their lives. Like, Toby's an old-ass man, and he, you know, we get a sense that he's been Spider-Man, whatever, like, long since we last saw him, mm-hmm. and he's still do- dealing with it. And, Garfield similar and then here and it's like but when you think about it this Holland Spider-Man has had more experience bigger experience crazier experiences than all those right. that we know of and he still doesn't get what it means to be Spider-Man until he meets these dudes and yeah. that's another really big uh really good concept of this movie too where it's like you know, you, we all have that moment, you know, that Uncle Ben moment. You know, like, I almost wish um, they had a Spider-Gwen in here, too, you know, because, like, her loss was Peter Parker, you know? Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't make sense with the way the story went with, like, the people that know that he is would come in here, you know, in that respect. Right, right. But if it was, like, a Spider-Verse thing, like, like her loss was a big loss. It was Peter Parker, and then, you know, when you talk about Spider-Verse, you also think, you know, in the comics, where the one guy where it's like the spider totem is Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I lost I lost the entire planet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fighting off these fucking inheritors. Yeah. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole other thing. But they, they really just crafted a really good movie. And how I says, like, I don't I can't wait to watch Spider-Man 4. I wish they'd never make anything spider-man ever again (laughs) this is where it needs to end like i was actually hoping i got hit by a bus stepping out of the theater like (laughs) it's like a high point (laughs) in my fandom but for spider-man is this yeah finally you know right right these these fucking crappy movies and and you know some better than others and then this one's like just man yeah, it, it feels very much like the essence of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It, on every level, and it gets darker, and it gets... It, you know, it goes from being dark to funny, which is what Spider-Man does <laughs> from one mm-hmm. panel to the next in the comics, and the movie did it, too, which is like, you know, when you, you know, you look at, like, Snyder's movies, and it's like, oh, we gotta make it dark, we gotta make it gritty, and it's like, it mm-hmm. can be everything. It's comic books. <laughs> like, Right. It's a roller coaster ride in 22 pages. You know, right, drawing the line at DC, yeah, but yeah, it's it, you can do everything, you can take people on an emotional ride <laughs> panel by panel, yeah, right. And it doesn't even take that much, like, it's just little details that can just leave a big impression. Like, um, when they when it figure when they find out that uh, McGuire's web comes out of him, yeah, and then and then yeah. they, they talk about it, but then at one point. Garfield gets shot in the face with the web. It's like, Ugh. like it's 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 less than a second, but it's still 
like in the middle of an action sequence, it's just funny. And it kind of lightens it up. And yeah, it would feel like that one panel you would get that make you laugh before you get back into the some of the dark stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let let's talk a little bit about um, you know, because you know, that the whole identity uh reveal thing is of course like you know where the movie starts and we we knew that that was going to happen and of course because of the trailer you also know that he goes to dr strange to ask for help so you have this whole sequence with him and dr strange like you know which again like this is like again where in this uh, in much in the same way where you could have had like an entire movie that would have been just the identity crisis kind of stuff it almost feels like you could have had a whole nother movie that was just about his interactions with Doctor Strange in this way. Like it totally could have been a movie about him having to bring, you know, villains back, <laughs> and 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 just him like you know, uh, uh, you know, trying to to fix the mess he makes in regards to that spell. What did you all think about uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's portrayal and and the relationship that? Doctor Strange and Spider-Man have in this movie. Well, why don't we start with you, Jay? Oh, I thought it was great. Like, I loved him in this movie. Um, yeah, it 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 really fit. It, it felt good. Um, their interactions and the whole, like, what actually is the catalyst? Like, trying to do the spell. And Peter fucking it up, like it, it was good. And like the little comedic back and forth with uh him like saying, Call me sir, and don't call me sir, like that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, there was some, some pretty amazing sequences in that too, like where you're, you know, it's just like I mean, first of all, just the spell in and of itself was cool looking. <laughs> you know, and and then of course you get to the point where uh, you have Peter Parker messing the spell up, and then you have the the villains come in and coming through and whatnot. And it's just like, just like there's a lot of really good stuff there when it comes to Peter Parker and Doctor Strange's not only their relationship, but also like when they start going at odds because that's like. The other part of it where you, you know, the, like, like I said, you could have had a movie with just him trying to fix the mistake he makes, but then you have the point where they come at odds in regards to like their, their, the way that they uh, choose to see the situation and how it is that's best, the best way to fix it. And so because you have Doctor Strange and, and Spider-Man at odds, it's like they, I mean, I, I guess you could call it a fight, but it's almost like a chase scene that's just amazing, <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. What do you all think of all that stuff? Well, you don't even know how amazing it was. How, wh why don't I know how amazing it was? Because, like, even that, like, when he figures out the mathematical equation to get the fuck out of the mirror universe. Yeah. It's amazing. But the fact that he has that, like, that's the first time we really see this fucking MCU Spider-Man use his fucking brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm like, the, the, like he's on a, a Reed Richards level. Like, you know, 
when that that hero worship he has for Tony Stark, like I, you know, they play a lot on that in this series, you know. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, I mean, and to you, Larry and and Jill and and even Oz who read fucking comics, mm-hmm. it's like he's he's a peer and he's just a kid. You yeah, know? and yeah. so he's like he's on that level, like not maybe not like on a Reed Richards level or a Tony Stark in like the futurism or like the quantum shit yeah. that, that that, but. But he can he can go to he can have a conversation with Pym and all those the the the, oh, yeah. night, the atomic round table you know yeah. like he can have he can have a, a a talk with all of those dudes and fit right in and they don't know that he's a fucking kid you know. But right. I think the best thing is like how like a lot of times when you do see them like all the smart characters getting together, they want Spider Man there because he's smart enough to understand what's happening but he's also unconventional. So he's like good at seeing things that they might miss. And it's his understanding, like he's smart, because he's smart enough to understand everything that's going on, like it helps them having them there because he's smart enough to be there and an unconventional thinker. He Like I like to put it, he's smart enough to know that he's not, as smart as they are, you know, so you can kind of give them a different like perspective. And even like the equation he used is like, I mean, you know, I, I was high as fuck when I saw it. So <laughs> of course I saw all that math going through my head, but it is the formula for the golden spiral, the same formula that it's the, the, the formula for like a spider weaving its web, <laughs> you know? So that's why like, the fact that his spider sense, I like to think his spider sense teamed up with his intelligence and made him see that. And he got like he trapped uh fucking <laughs> Doctor Strange in the mirror universe. Like right. amazing. And you know, I've read a lot of the fucking like that's one of my favorite team-ups. And that, that's another reason why I love this fucking movie. My favorite team-ups with Spider-Man have always been like your your Spider-Man Daredevil, Spider-Man Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man Wolverine. Now, I still haven't seen that, but who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> MCU mm-hmm. is still young now. But, right. Um, I'm still waiting to see that, but those, those have been my favorite team-ups, and I, I really love those, and like this movie gave me essentially <laughs> two of those three. You know? We got the right. Daredevil one, we got the Doctor Strange, in a sense. Um but yeah, now it, it's uh, like it's uh, like just that the Doctor Strange, like seeing okay, yeah, you you know, yeah, we fought together. You can call me Steven, but then he's like, hey, you know what, you're a fucking kid. You, th- this is about college. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> that alone, it, it's it's just I don't know. Like one of the things I told my clients because I've been talking about this all week. Um, because they're like, I know you saw it, right? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a guy that saw it four times. Wow. We were trying to get tickets online, him and his four friends, mm-hmm. and then they each got four tickets. So they're like, yeah, I guess we're wow. gonna see it four times. Yeah. Damn. So um, but yeah, it ended up uh like the way I tell it to him is uh this movie pretty much just did hit all these points that it needed to hit and then that's just half of the movie then it went into this whole other right shit. <laughs> right, right. And, 
and that's and that's really the thing with this movie where it's like you know we've already talked about these first two parts where it's like you could like there are people that would have made just that part just though that aspect the movie but instead this joint's like jumps from that now and now you're you've left this whole mystical chase scene and doctor strange is trapped in the mirror verse or whatever and now you have friggin' Spider-Man with with his his team of people with his friends trying to figure out how to come up with a better solution to this problem. And that whole the whole thing of trying to like redeem these villains, which is like it's crazy because it feels so Spider-Man like in like, in a way that I'm just like, wow, like I'm like, man, like this feels like like a part of Dan Slot's run. You yeah. know? Well, even like um like just that 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 the fact that he, he imprisoned them, he caught them. Like I know even the asshole on Fantastic Forum said that, oh, it's gonna be him trying to catch him. And it's like that was five minutes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, he, like you said, it's him gonna try and he caught him. And then that's it. Yeah, now, what do we do next? Like they went to the what do we do next? You know, mm-hmm. instead of making that the whole movie, and it, it's just yeah, it, that that the fact that this version of Spider Man decided that you know what, I think I can fix them. You know, I have the mm-hmm. technology because of the Stark shit, mm-hmm. and he has his own intelligence, mm-hmm. and he has his like. It's like they don't have just because that's what they were doesn't mean that's what they have to be kind of right. dance mentality. Which is like, like you said, so Spider Man. It's like fucking so, heartwarming as fuck. You think yeah. that made did, so that made sense to you then? That he tried to fix him. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, because the premise is that they were taken out of their universe just before their death. Right. I don't know what fixing them was going to prevent. Like, how is that well, going to prevent them? For from one, going? it would have prevented their death. They probably could have just got. They could have put them back wherever they're going to put them back. I mean, but, if you put them back where you took them out, and the point you took them out is they were about to die, then right, it, it, you know, like changing them. Okay, you changed them, but look, Toby Maguire changed um, Doc Ock before he before he died. Uh, you know, that's so he's still yeah, dead. Yeah. Is is my point? Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. Like he could put him right before he starts trying to harness that sun and goes into the ocean. <laughs> you know, like it, it doesn't. It you know, it's not like he he wasn't wet when he came out, so it wasn't when he was in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he came in, he came out from underneath that bridge though. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But th- and that's the thing. It's like the thing. That's the thing that Oz won't get about Spider Man. He doesn't care about that semantic right there. Yeah. He wants to do what's right for these people, even though he plucked them out. And he's like, well, they don't need to be like this. If I give them, maybe they're just going to die. But at least in their mind, they're going to die knowing they weren't the bad guy at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll have some peace in the rest. It, like the futility of it almost makes it more Spider-Man, not less. <laughs> you yeah. know, where, where he's like, you know, maybe there's like, an off chance 
that if they change, yeah. maybe they don't have to, and like, that fate can be avoided. Even even the trying, because I mean, if you want to go by that, it's like, whoa, I'm just trying to get my friends into MIT. Like that futility is Spider Man. Like he's like, I don't want my shit to fuck their shit up. They yeah. don't need, you know. It, it's just it's just little things. Like, well, the lizard, I don't think gets killed, and when yeah. they're when they're the three the the three peters are doing their their thing like the dude actually says oh yeah i'll take care of uh connor's because i've actually cured him already before i'm like okay so you send the lizard back he's gonna be cured like what what are we doing okay whatever well i mean you have you read any comics with the lizard uh he wasn't in any of the superior ones i don't think yeah well that, yeah, i don't think so. the, he fixes the lizard every like twice yeah. a year Oh, yeah, the, back to being the lizard at some point. Well, it, oh some, yeah. It, at one point, like it. The thing about the lizard is that the lizard wants to be whole. There's something missing. Mm-hmm. You know, Kirk Connors. There's something missing, and he goes towards something that he feels is the solution and isn't. And it, it's it's a, a allegory or a metaphor for addiction. You know, for filling that void in yourself. And that's what makes the lizard a great. Now, I'm pretty sure that's not what it feels like in that Andrew Garfield movie. <laughs> but, you, know, you look at stories like like Torment, you know, like the Tom yeah. McFarlane one. That that that's really what it what the lizard is about. It's about addiction. Like you mm-hmm. only feel whole when you're the fucking monster. Yeah, which like... it, and the irony is that he is actually whole then because you know he misses the arm. Yeah, <laughs> when he's not the lizard, so yeah, the arm falls off when every time he's cured. Yeah, it, it, yeah, he, like it. Yeah, he it never, he like, never has a. Okay. Um. Yeah. I was glad that they. I'm gonna say fixed, Goblin. Yeah. Like I, I went and uh, I was watching it with Amber, and when when he punches the mask and breaks it, I looked at it. I was like, yeah, fuck that mask. Everybody mm-hmm. hates that mask. Mm-hmm. And letting letting Defoe do use his face to be the goblin, like that's that's what they should have done from the yeah. get go. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, I think that was kind of a the breaking that mask was was for us, for the audience that watched that first movie and hated that mask, and seeing Defoe just go at it and be the goblin mm-hmm. was amazing to watch. Like that, I wish, I wish they, that's what we would have got in the first movie. But if we had got that in the first movie, it wouldn't have been so impactful in this one. So I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. An interesting aside, um, dude, I, I was reading an article, and the dude was like, "I'll, I'll be the goblin again, but I have to do all the action scenes." So like that's really him up there doing everything. Like they wrote it for him to like not be too complicated, so he could still pull it off. Yeah, I, I will say too that I I really loved what they. Oh, Before what? we get into that, Joe, man, your subtlety is fucking genius, man. A little is it? picture you got back there for the. Oh the, yeah, the, fucking. <laughs> Virtual high five, man. <laughs> Kirby, yeah. <laughs> Kirby hands. There it is. 
<laughs> so, no, I was just going to say that I love what they did, too, with how they put him in that, like, that hoodie. <laughs> and, and, like, the like the outfit he was wearing. How, what? We know you hate hoodies. Why do I hate hoodies? That's why you hate Scarlet Spider originally. No, but listen, listen. <laughs> the friggin', like, the way that they, like, were able to make his clothing look like the Green Goblin outfit, I was just like, dude, that is some, like, next level kind of stuff. Because it it it's regular clothes. <laughs> but... When you look at it, especially when he's flying around or whatnot afterwards, I'm like, damn, that looks like the Green Goblin. It's, it's so good. Getting messed up more and more. Mm -hmm. Where that hoodie just becomes the hood and the rag. Yeah, man. It was awesome, man. And I'm just like, dude, like that that little kind of subtlety there is like one of those things that just made that that movie like amazing. Like just just because it's like we got like all of these characters, with the exception of I feel of maybe of maybe Sandman, were all like like messed up versions of these characters, basically. Except for uh, and and I'm sorry, and Doctor Octopus. I'm sorry, Doctor Octopus is good, but yeah. you know, like that that Goblin, that Electro, it's like that Lizard, like that. Those are like subpar. They were subpar versions in those other movies, and. For them to be able to come in and basically, like, for all intents and purposes, fix them and give yeah. us better versions of all of those people with the same, the same actors, it's like, come on, man! It's like it just goes to show. It's like it, it could have been better. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like one of the things uh, we're talking with these clients, and it's like it's a there's a big, big fucking when you got a good script and a good director you can do good things with these comics, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, because even, even just having, like, Electro, the notion of Electro coming to this universe, and then, okay, there's an arc reactor in this universe. Like, I need that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that alone, and then having that be, like, he essentially turned himself into a god with that, because mm -hmm. now he doesn't need to suck energy from everything. And mm -hmm. uh, that was amazing, and even um, like Green Goblin, like preying on people's good intentions, like he mm -hmm. knew that because that's kind of how he like preyed on Parker in that first movie. Mm -hmm. So he's like, "Here, I can do it." But they're even more compassionate, <laughs> you know. Like, um, eh, Sandman. I mean, Sandman was awesome. Period. Like, yeah, like he's been, he's always been awesome. Like he was the best part of Spider Man Three. Mm -hmm. and, the way they characterize him, like they didn't have to change him at all. Like even here, nah. like he went back to doing bad shit, but because I just want to get back to my daughter, right? <laughs> you know? like, right. Same shit as he did in Spider Man Three. They didn't have to. Right. Change. That's how awesome he was. They didn't have to change him at all for the MCU. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. Ah man, this movie, like, ah, so fucking good. Right. I, like. Just everything, like the Aunt May being the Uncle Ben. Yeah. You know, like that alone, like, fuck, dude. I, I, I'm i not ashamed to fucking say I cried my fucking eyes out, man. Oh, dude, it was like, so sad. I was like, <laughs> it, it, look, here's the thing. Like, I cried at the trailer because I'm like, this looks so fucking amazing. Like, am I finally going to get, like, a Spider-Man movie worthy of me liking it? You right. Know? And and it's, you know, I, I could, you know, 
I got that with Into the Spider-Verse. I'm not going to lie. Like, to me, for yeah. a long time, that was the best Spider-Man movie. Right. Because it, it, it hit all the points. But it's still like, Miles isn't my Spider-Man. You mm. know? <laughs> like, I want a good Peter Parker, you know? Right. And right. then this movie did it. Like, even going back to that classic, classic costume. Suspending. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. yeah. And, and so... We get to the point where we have, you know, him trying to fix these villains so he can eventually save them. And, of course, you just talked about how, you know, you eventually get the turn and the villains just kind of do what the villains normally do. And in the midst of, of that all happening and whatnot, you have the the other universe spider man come onto the scene. And so, you know, you have... Friggin' Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, and you have Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, and you know we, you know, you all have like touched on this, uh, you know, a bit by bit as we've been talking about it, obviously. But let let's go deeper into the interaction and what's that, what that's like with these three Spider Men, like meeting each other, learning each other, and what their interaction is like on screen, and what that was like for you all. So, I, what do you? What was it like for you, Oz? How did, how did you like it? I it bothered me that Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire's hair bothered me. <laughs> what, what was wrong with his hair? It's just, I don't know that that high and tight buzz cut was weird. It just he looked he just looked funny, but having said that, dude stepped right into that role again, like. Mm-hmm. He he walks through that portal, which, by the way, Ned leads in magic. That's we're, we're gonna have to have a discussion on that. Um, he, he walks <laughs> through that portal, and before he even says anything, I feel like he's already apologized, like for for being there. I'm like, yeah, that that was Toby Maguire. Uh, same with with uh, Garfield, like walking in, like oh, you know, like you see that tall, lanky Spider-Man with the big eyes, and you know that was Garfield before he even undoes the <laughs> mask off. And he... Uh, I, I, like the, I like the two originals, um, especially Garfield, who I was not my favorite Spider-Man. I... You know, the, the movies were... were I, I tend to say fine, but they weren't really good to me. They, they, visually, they were, they were great. Story wise, yeah, I still and haven't seen them. Just his his moments with uh, you know finding out how he got dark after after the after the death and kind of redeeming himself. Like you forget, Andrew Garfield can act. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you see you see the pain in his eyes when when he's describing how he just stopped caring and and pulling his punches it's i i thought the two originals were were great it, it was great to see him again even the one that uh that i wasn't too too thrilled about it i think yeah they they were they were done right they were done right for where they are the stage that they are in their life mm-hmm. as i think they were they were done right even down to the oh hey i i got back issues from all my from all the swinging probably Right. No, it's because you fell on a car. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what about you, Ben? How how'd you like it? Um, I, I liked them. Like, 
Um, I think Garfield I actually liked a lot because he is more of this lighthearted, like in his movie, he was kind of a douche, but he was like mellowed out in this one. Uh, so I, I did enjoy him. I liked the, all the spiders playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously the scene where uh, Tom Holland has to like kind of rally them and get them all on the same page uh, was awesome. Um, and yeah, like they had a lot of chemistry. Like I thought, yeah, they worked well together. And I will say, just a tiny bit of an aside, uh, the part where. Uh, Doctor Strange comes back and he was like, I've been in the Grand Canyon for 16 days. And Garfield is like, you were at the Grand Canyon? We could have used your help. <laughs> like, it was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mo, how about you, man? What would you think? So, like, I mean... Right when they showed Garfield coming through the portal, like I thought they were gonna do the Spider-Man No More thing with Tom Holland. Yeah, Alley. So I'm not getting yeah. excited for that because just seeing that, yeah, on screen is, is really like. And then even after that, like after what happened, because you know Aunt May died. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, it's a different Spider-Man No More. Like I can see him being Spider-Man No More. Yeah. After that, where it's like, you know what? This is too fucking real. Like, yeah, I fought Thanos and I, I, I was blipped and all this, mm-hmm. but fucking out me. Like, that's all I have. Right. Like, I'm a fucking orphan, you know? <laughs> Fuck this. Like, why am I trying to save a world that's just going to let people I love die? Right. You know? And uh, and it would be, you know, but then it turned out to be Andrew Garfield. So I was like, boo, but, you know. <laughs> but, only because I didn't like his movies, you know? But, right. Um, but he was great in it. Like I'm surprised. Yeah. I was surprised. And again, goes back to like a good script, good director. Like right. he fixed those problems. And and like like I said, like you he can act, you know? Yeah. And then when they all come and it's like the Spider-Man support system, like that's a Spider-Verse. Like in my my dream comic is the Spider-Verse anonymous <laughs> like <laughs> all right what world are you are yeah i hear this and this happened today and you know my uncle ben this is his birthday and you know and, and it's like you don't know what world they're from they're just spider-man <laughs> right that's like the vertigo vertigo <laughs> spider-man comic but yeah but once man once it turned into that like the war between spider-man and Fucking, um, Sinister Five. Sinister Five, yeah, Sinister Five. Right. uh, It it was like, fuck. This is a whole other movie. Like, exactly. The movie gave me like six different fucking movies. Exactly. Exactly. A whole other movie. And right. Like, and then, man, when 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 Tom Holland gets all fucking angry and he gets his finally gets his revenge, and then he doesn't kill him. And then Toby gets stabbed. It's like, oh, get another death because you didn't fucking kill. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that's the thing about Spider-Man. Like, if Spider-Man would kill, the Marvel Universe would be safe. You know? 
but but he doesn't and 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 he keeps fighting that good fight that idealism and it's kind of what like nolan tried to do with spider-man where it's like when you're an icon when you're the Batman. Legend, like yeah the idea of you influences others you know mm-hmm. and, and they, they didn't you know like this for spider-man that's it like the idea yeah. of spider-man not killing is what's going to influence other people and we kind of got a little bit of that with um not the not killing part but uh in hawkeye where kate bishop mm-hmm. tells, uh barton like hey when i saw you do it right. Atari, like i knew right. that it's not people the heroes aren't the people that can fight and shoot laser beams and shit it could be any one of us, and I don't mm-hmm. have to fear anything. You know, I can mm-hmm. do whatever I need to be doing. You know, and yeah. and that's like that that echoed in Spider Man too, where it's like that's what it costs. There's a price to being a spider. <laughs> if I want to yeah. take it more into the Spider Verse and and dance lot and the mm-hmm. shit, the 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 curse of the gift of being the spider totem of that universe is that sacrifice you give, and that was my. That was one of my biggest like gripes with this Tom Holland series of movies was that they didn't have that, mm-hmm. but this movie made up for all of it. Yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in every respect, and and even like oh, okay, yeah, I like even Toby getting stabbed. He's like, yeah, I got stabbed because you're Spider Man. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I got stabbed because you know it, it had to happen because you're Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another yeah. thing. Another thing about Spider-Man, like in the comics, and you know, someone somewhere was talking about this today, where Spider-Man is kind of always holding back. Yeah, like he never goes full force. Um, and they bring it up in like Superior Spider-Man, where it's uh, Doctor Octopus in his body, and he like punches uh, Scorpion's jaw off. Mm-hmm. And he's like thinking to himself, like, man, like he's always been holding back. Like if he had gone full out, like he would have killed all, like all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it's like, yeah, like he holds back. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I mean. He he points like it's the first time that it dawns in him. Peter Parker has <clears throat> has traded punches with the Hulk. Yeah, like this, you. Yeah, he's definitely been holding back. Yeah, and but so I will imagine that Andrew Garfield Spider Man has just been killing dudes. <laughs> right, like if he's not if he's not pulling his punches and he's you know random ass bank robber, like he's decapitating fools, right? He Probably. Can. Yeah. You know, it's he's a like Mortal Kombat it's uppercut it's and just you know done. Yeah. It's a phase, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I will say that you know, I mean, seeing just just seeing multiple Spider Men on screen in live action is just an amazing kind of thing. But yeah, the chemistry between these three guys was so amazing, and it was just like it was really cool, really to see that they were very much the versions of the Spider Men that they were in their own movies. But at the same time, like like I think I don't remember which one of you mentioned that you know. Oh, I think it was you, Oz, that said that you know they they are the version of their Spider Man, but at the phase of the life that they would be in now, you know. And 
So it was just really cool to see that because you still get the hints of like, oh, this is that Spider-Man, this is that Spider-Man, and they're all interacting together. It just felt very, very natural. Like it was like it's almost like it almost justified all the, the existence of all those other movies, whether the, the good ones, the bad ones, you know what I'm saying? It makes it like all okay. <laughs> you know, but then the other thing too was I love what they did with the emphasis on uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man taking the lead um, and giving us a reason for that, you know, because that's the thing where it's like, you know, obviously the other two guys have have seniority in regards to like how long they've been Spider-Man, but what they're not, what they don't have experience with is being on a team. And that was like a great way for Holland's Spider-Man, which is also of course the star of the movie to be able to kind of take point and be like, hey, like we can do this and we can do it together. Let me show you. And, you know, and them just kind of just like, I mean, literally getting into the swing of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's it was so cool to see. And of course, when you get like the friggin' like money shots of the three of them together, like just striking those Spider-Man poses, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, what what more do you want for like it's like at that point in the movie it's kind of like it doesn't even matter what happens next like everyone could literally like just like just just take a dump on the floor and it would be like well you know what though we got that pose and we're good like it was great up until that point and you know what like we can't even be like it was it was weird how that happened at the end but it was still good you know, <laughs> you know, so I don't know, man. It was just it was just such a cool thing to see and just a great, a great moment, like not only for Spider-Man movies specifically, but just comics in general. I was like, it wow. got a lot of criticism. It did it? Yeah. They, like people like the stuff I heard at the shop and some rumblings online where they're like, you know, sometimes fan service is just a little too much. You know, like, like they felt like it was too much fan service. I'm like, the fuck you! Like, <laughs> the one dude that told me is like, you know, what, fuck you, man, because you know what? They change everything. Like, they, you know, half the time they water down these comic book characters to the point that they're unrecognizable. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and it's like, you know, what? if they actually gave a fuck about fan service. You wouldn't even see it as fan service because they'd just be doing shit the way they're supposed to. You know? Yeah. I want yeah. a good Jonah Hex. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, so it's like I'm still waiting for that. You know, Sandman's coming out, and it's like that. The whole fucking series better be fucking. You We got Keanu Reeves as John Constantine. You know what? We could have used a little bit of fan service there, right? You know? Fucking um, yeah, man. It's you know all the X Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, fuck you if you're too much fucking fan service. Go fuck yourself, and I hope your mother dies. Oh, jeez. Sorry, I, I meant to say of Omicron. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. But no, no, I, I like, I'm, I would be shocked to hear that as well. Like, I'm just like, like what, like what are we even going to Spider-Man movies for if it, if it's not for moments like that? Periodically, I'm not saying yeah. the whole movie should be that. But it wasn't. The whole movie wasn't that. It was literally the one moment. So it's like, why are we, like, why would we 
deny ourselves that. They were complaining about um, Electro asking yeah. for a black. There's got to be a black Spider Man, you know, like shit like that. Like, um, what dude, else? that was amazing. It dude, was, yeah. It's a great, it's a great subtle line, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, oh, that's you're, too much fan service. You're out there helping helping poor people. I don't know. I thought you were black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it, it's fine. But that's a, that's one of the things they complain about fan service. The um the whole like them joking about him falling into the vat of heels. Like, dude, that's great because yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it's so ridiculous. That's the best part. Like, especially when and uh, and Sam Man and him talking about the 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 super collider, and he's like, "Man, you gotta watch where you fall." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like it's like, what are we even talking about here? It's so ridiculous. Like, of they course you bring that up. They were citing those things as fucking too much fan service. Like it, it took them away from the movie. Like, nah. you know, like I, I like I literally put it in those news stories I put in the comments. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's a it's a legitimate I Larry. It, it's a legitimate point. We, <laughs> y'all fall into some shit and become stuff like. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. It's, the funny it's, thing is, those are the same people where, like, if you don't give a bad guy your origin, they're mad because they yeah. don't know where he came from. It's like these, you know, where he came from. He fell into a vat of eels. Mm-hmm. He fell into a super collider. Yeah, like, it's just giving you info. Yeah, yeah, man. It, it's it's wild. It's wild. But but. After you know, we basically get the moment, or we get the point to the point where we're talking about you know uh, the Spider Men fighting, you know, fearsome five <laughs> or whatever, and it's just like okay, like this feels again. This is another another thing where it's like this could have been its own movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> but after that's all said and done, which I, and and I mean. Just the fact that you have each of those Spider-Men. Well, well, I I guess I shouldn't say it like that. What I should say is uh, you got to love the fact that they gave both Maguire Spider-Man and Garfield Spider-Man like their like kind of redemptive kind of moment. And like just just like the the conversation that that uh, Maguire gets to have with with uh dr octopus like you know kind of i mean throughout those different interactions whatever it's like it's just that's really great and i mean i'll tell you man like i love 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 what they did with friggin garfield's character and mary jane and him being able to have that moment (laughs) it's just like dude i was just like man like what a great like it because it's it's like one of those things where the character moment in that scene is like it's all it's it's all like implied you know and i love that that that's how they decided to do that because it's like one of those things where if if you know you know and if you don't know then you know i mean they they tell you in the movie but you know if you don't see it if you hadn't seen his movies you very well may not have fully understood, or you know, if you don't read the comics, because if you read the comics, then you know the history. But right. it's like, but it's one of those things where, you know, it's a moment where if you if you 
have seen or have read the books, you understand what's happening in that moment. But if you don't understand, then it's just like, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't take anything away from you in that, for watching the movie. That moment is literally, this is not a joke. It is taught in college courses. That, that Gwen Stacy moment. Because oh. It, on, mm-hmm. on how how Spider-Man, how Peter Parker just effed up royally. Mm-hmm. And even as much as I don't like the Andrew Garfield movies, that moment is still like seeing it live it still has an impact. Yeah, I, it does. I, I felt I I knew it was coming. I knew I know what happens, and it's still impactful, even in a crappy movie. Mm-hmm. And getting that impact and remembering that to me, it didn't happen to me. I watched it, it didn't happen right. to me. Like it made that moment, his redemption moment, more powerful too. And yeah. again, you have a, a a talented actor in Andrew Garfield that's just shedding his his like tear. He's got that that like he's yeah. gonna cry and tears are coming out, but he's not really. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so good. It's like such a great scene. Want to watch great those movies again? Even though it, I know it I made me want to like those movies. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to go back and watch them and be disappointed all over again. <laughs> and you know what? And it, that's to me, that's where they did the um, the moment where Larry, you might remember this. Um, uh, remember in the comics in Spider Verse when six one six Peter meets Spider Gwen for the first time, mm-hmm. like that. Like th- this was one of those moments that I thought they could never recreate on on live action, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and it really just hit that. Yeah, A-train, yeah. A train in chat says this movie was dog shit. <laughs> I want to know what A train's favorite movie is of all. Time. <laughs> it's probably Fast and Furious Six. <laughs> is is that not a good one? I, they're none. None of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> A, a thing moment to say all of them are great. <laughs> no, they're, yeah. they're all they're all they're all dog shit. Honestly, like I like dog shit. Like I clean it every day. I I, I can tolerate dog shit. <laughs> no, they're they're they're, they're amazing movies. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, listen, we... superhero movies <laughs> of the modern century. We'll right. save it. We'll save it for the Fast and Furious podcast. <laughs> My all-time favorite movie was Pulp Fiction, and he put favorite in a British accent. <laughs> that tells you something. That makes that comment so, just sound smarter to me. Oh, well, to the people that perceive British people to be smarter, but yeah, they're not. Like, I, I feel like I'm wrong now. They actually have <laughs> white people in the ghetto in Britain. That's how fucked up that country is. That's because you're hilarious. <laughs> Listen, so after after you know you get that whole fight or whatever, then of course you have Doctor Strange. Like we're we're in the falling action now, and you have Doctor Strange basically getting ready to cast the spell and to 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 basically make everybody forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Are we just gonna gloss over? Uh... Ned Leeds using magic. 
Like that's that just didn't. No, we can. What 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 would you like to say about it, Oz? Like, doesn't that kind of crap on Do- Doctor Strange movie that it took him so long to figure it out, and and this dude's just like, yeah, oh, having a discussion, and oh, portal. Like, I don't know. It's. I mean, I I understand what they were trying to go with. I I get the point, and story wise, I can see it. And if it happened in a comic, sure. It just felt like it. It kind of craps on Doctor Strange. Like Doctor Strange is just getting it from all sides in this movie. <laughs> I'm not too happy about him, you know, being spread eagle and just uh, clogged out of every orifice. Is the best <laughs> to describe it. Listen, uh, I feel. I feel like what it says about Stephen Strange. And and versus Ned Leeds is that Ned is open to it. And Doctor Strange, you know, Stephen Strange at that time wasn't as much. He closed off. He didn't believe in it. Like when right. they told him it was magic, he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so it's like if if you have a guy who's like he, you know, he grew up in a culture where it's like that's a more of a possibility and he's open to it. Especially with him, of course, being young, too, probably plays a part in it. It's like, versus the guy who's like, oh, no, the only thing I trust is my hands, and I need to get that back. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, that's why he couldn't open it, because, or it, couldn't, it was harder for him, because he's doesn't, he doesn't necessarily think that that's actually a thing that is, is happening or going to be able to happen. So does this make it more likely he's going to be Hobgoblin, or is it he's going to be something else now? He's gonna be the demo goblin. <laughs> is he Mephisto? Is that talking, Ned, Ned is Ned is definitely Mephisto. No, but th- I mean Ned Leeds made the deal with the demon and had the demon and then brought out the demo goblin. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean they foreshadowed it. They, everybody told him, yeah, you're his best friend. You're gonna try to kill him at some point. It was Ned yeah. Ned all along? A train so. says, uh, dude, what are you talking about? You they don't say dude in Britain. Uh y'all praising this shit realistically without fan service, they wouldn't be praising it. Honestly, without <laughs> fan service, it would be a shitty comic book movie because guess what? It takes fans to buy the fucking comic books to love it so that people give a shit to make a movie out of it. We're we're fans, so we want to be serviced. Yeah, service me. That's and what I not think. To mention, for. Like Pulp Fiction is also a fan service movie. It's fan service to all those people that read those old pulp magazines, those noir shit. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, that's true. That's what Reservoir Dogs is fan service to people that loved City on Fire. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, don't yeah. give me that. Fucking Quentin Tarantino makes movies just so he could give himself fucking fan service. So go fuck <laughs> yourself, A Train. The movie is a five out of five. I mean, I like, I don't know. Subscribe. I don't right exactly. I don't know if I would go that far, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, it, I would I would love to hear what the plot holes that A Train perceives are because it's like there's plenty uh, of plot holes, but uh, are there? Name, name a movie that doesn't have a plot hole is my point. right. But are there plenty of plot holes? There's enough. Like what? Jason X. That what? Jason X doesn't have plot holes. No. Listen, dude. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak on it. 
what like what are the plot holes in in this movie well again the and you guys kind of you know did some mental gymnastics to talk your way out of it but like the just the whole redeeming the these characters just so they could die i like mo's point of well they, now they're gonna die knowing they're not the bad guy which kind of like like yeah, me up a little bit that in the in the beer but um, <laughs> what are you drinking by the way uh rogue chocolate stout nitro not sponsored but yeah <laughs> i am i am actually sponsored this is by my it's not focusing. By that oh, there beer. you go. Bam. Dude, where's my... Oh, I have a Christmas beer, too. And yeah, yeah, yeah. before that, it was uh, Cherry Blonde. A local. Uh, th- like, the brewery is actually, like, down the street. This is from San Diego. What was the place called? Green Flash Brewing. I see why you got it. Yeah. <laughs> like Green Flash? Yeah. Because, you know, you like the Flash and you like the green stuff. Well, it, well it, it, the thing is, the thing I mean, the filter in red is green. The is, the you know, explaining, you know, MCU explains the multiverse in this weird, crazy way across three different shows. DC says, "Oh, he just ran real fast right here." <laughs> <laughs> so you need some green to make that shit work. <laughs> a little bit of a dig too with uh, Flash Thompson's book, Flashpoint. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Technically, they flashpointed. Before Flash, Flash pointed. Yeah. So uh, A Train says, "I mean, fan service as in bringing these old characters back, jackass." That's the kind of I'm talking about. Think logically and ask yourself: Would you like this movie much if they weren't in it? I think everybody was expecting they would be in it just in a flash, not as a plot point. Um, I th- I think what he means. The like, thing is, here's the thing: I'm not an Andrew Garfield fan, and I hated Spider-Man Three. Like the fact that that MCU was moving on with another Spider-Man. Like for me, it would be great if they weren't in it at all. If they didn't have to put them in it, mm-hmm. and then them putting them in it actually made it better. And I don't even yeah. like their fucking movies. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I mean, like, like call me a jackass. You still haven't set a plot hole, a train. <laughs> If that's your real name, but I mean, you're going back on fan service, like, yeah, yeah, again, people, people, some people like fan service, some people don't. You know, you don't get these movies made without fans, and you got to service them, period. But, but I will say, too, if like the, the problem with that point is that it would be a different thing if it was done poorly. But it's like if you bring like because I'm with you, Mo. Like I, if you ask me what should happen in the third Spider-Man movie, I'm not gonna say bring back the old villains from yeah. the other movies because to me, I like that's like you know that's that's what X-Men did. Like X-Men was going in a direction that might have been good, and then they brought all the old people back, and it became bad again. And I'm like, too, hey, like that's said- messed up. I would have said one of the biggest problems with a lot of movies is when you get to this, to about the third one, you have more than one villain, and it's too much. It doesn't it doesn't work. That happened in the in the in McGuire. Yeah, both both of them, but both of those Spider Man movies. Well, Garfield, the the sequel had too many villains in it, and it just it, isn't it, it only didn't the sequel only have two. 
No, it had uh, what it had Goblin and uh, Rhino, Rhino, well, sort of, and Electro. Electro, yeah. So it had Wait, at least two. The Goblin was in the second Andrew Garfield movie. Yeah, because yeah, the, the first one was Hunter, the Harry Osborn. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, oh yeah, I you know what I do remember now. Damn, that was terrible. Yeah. Jesus. And, okay. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I'm telling you that when you have more than one villain. It those movies tend to not be good, so I wouldn't have said Sinister Five or Six or whatever yeah. the they were. And, and while we're on the uh, is it five or six, the whole uh, blue balls with the venom stuff like that, that that pissed me off. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably enjoyed it because you hate venom. Oh, you mean that it, the the that he didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he wasn't in it. Yes, <laughs> yes, no, but it's not it's just that he wasn't in it, is that he's not going to be in it, which by the way throws a monkey wrench into the. I mean, you know how that screws up the Morbius stuff? Well, no, that the movie screws up Morbius stuff as it is when Osborne says, Oh, there's no, I don't have a company here. You know, my company's gone. And then that there's Oscorp in Morbius. Um, yeah, you know, it's a plot hole. Yeah, a <laughs> right. A Morbius uh, plot hole. <laughs> yeah, a Morbius plot hole. Yeah. So what's this saying? Right? Yeah, he says one plot hole is when Doctor Strange says everyone pulled into their universe knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Electro doesn't know Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And I don't know about that because I didn't watch that shitty ass fucking movie. Because guess what? That movie had no fan service. It had nothing, <laughs> nothing for a Spider fan like me. He, he, he it no, it, it, it's a good point. He he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I never saw that. So yeah, it, you you may be right. And that, that's where we're at. But neither, I mean, at that point, does even Eddie Brock know too? Like, you know. No, no, Eddie Brock doesn't know no, well, Peter Parker at all. There was there was some again, again, mental gymnastics for for Venom. I heard people saying, "Well, because in Venom Two, uh, Venom says that he has multiversal hive mind knowledge." People mm. were kind of like saying, "Well, maybe there was." Uh, it, even though in the MCU, as far as we know, there hasn't been a, a, a symbiote. symbiote, right? In fact, the the uh, the the shit stain that Eddie Brock leaves. <laughs> Is it, that what you're going to call it? It's like the first. It, it just feels like he didn't wipe. Yeah. He just kind of yeah. left it a little. And you know, a lot of people think that he's a shitty Venom. What? Yeah. That, by that, by, you know, by the logic, that's carnage, right? Like, no. Please, God, no. He left carnage. The point is, Venom, like Eddie Brock being there doesn't make sense. You you really yeah. have to stretch to, yeah. to get be, yeah you you have to stretch but he wasn't really in the movie technically right. so I agree get, so they get away with that but yeah the electro thing he's, he's got a good point electro did not know and, and I I don't remember I don't remember Amazing Spider Man two I did watch it and but I believe you if you say he didn't know that but, Peter yeah. Parker was or he didn't know that Spider Man was Peter Parker. I believe it, and I guess you're right. That is a plot hole. I I don't think that that is a plot hole that destroys the whole movie, but apparently A Train does, 
and that's okay. You're you're entitled to your opinion as wrong as it may be, A Train. <laughs> so you know, because that's what I wanted to know too. Because they were showing the Rhino and Craven later on as people coming in. Oh, are they? Well, yeah. The Rhino that you see doesn't look like the mechanical Rhino that that Andrew Garfield fights. So theoretically, it's a, a whole different dimension, Rhino. I, yeah, and it could be, you know, that's that's because it, it looks like his universe you knows who it is. You know, it looks like the, it looks like the Nafrio with a horn. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> a comic Rhino, but uh, you know, maybe in his universe he knows. And then I know they're trying to make a Craven movie, so I know there. Look, there might have been some things they shoehorned in because Sony wanted it that way in case they start doing their own shit. Because maybe isn't the contract with Marvel over too. Sony's yeah. been trying to do the Sinister Six for Sinister Six for a while, so they need that sixth character. Yeah. Uh I don't think the I don't think the contract is is over. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe the contract is over, but the, the every everything they've been saying is we have plans to do more MCU collabos with uh with Spider-Man. So yeah, Spider-Man's not leaving the MCU, it doesn't seem I don't think it's over because I think doing the Venom movies is what keeps them in contract. No, 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 no. With MCU, like... The collaboration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That contract's over. Um, yeah. I think the Tom Holland contract's over. Uh, you know, I feel like Tom Holland maybe has one more, at least one more appearance he's supposed to make, I think. I think this is the last one. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. But, so, uh, and that, that's why, you know... Movies or you know, but just hire a good director, man. Like that's it. Get a good story. Hire Dan Slot. I mean, fuck the people at, at Doctor Who hired Dan Slot. Yeah. Be writing those, which like if you read his run on co- on the comics, like it was like Doctor Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like he, he used a lot of because he loves Doctor Who. He used he turned Spider-Man into a science adventure. And uh oh, I hope Andrew Garfield is the next doctor. <laughs> Again, like hire Dan Slot, pay him money. Like that's the whole reason why you like any of these modern Spider-Man movies. Like even so, the fucking the the suit, like the superior kill suit. Like I want to see that. Like all my clients were like, oh, I want to see that that kill suit. And I'm like, hey, you're not gonna see it. That's superior Spider-Man. What did uh, what did Tiger Claw? What was he asking? Uh, he was asking if that piece of venom that was up behind, what are the chances MC will turn Flash Thompson into Agent Venom? Zero. Zero. Negative, negative two. I think it's a big chance. That, no way. Not, not, oh, not that guy. That's I don't know. the opposite of fan service. Like, A-Train would love that because fan <laughs> service would be like, you, you, oh, you're a fan of Agent Flash Thompson get being Agent Venom. Oh, we'll give you a shitty Flash, and here, yeah, the opposite. No, of I Flash. don't think he's gonna be Agent Venom necessarily, but I think he'll get the suit first. No, it doesn't. Like that, that Flash Thompson is a like. Talk about fan service. Like they, that kid could have been. I'm so mad because he's like he plays an Indian guy, but he's Mexican. Is he really? Yeah, I found that out this week, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man? You got a, a you got an Indian guy playing a Mayan in Wonder Woman '84, and then you got a Mexican dude playing an Indian dude in Spider. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> brown people really are fucking interchangeable, man. That's not cool. 
They're the new Asians. But but that dude, that dude, like I don't, I have zero interest of seeing any of him in a leading role, like as far as like, or superhero role, like that character. That's what I should say. I'm not talking about like it would have been different if it was like he doesn't feel like the bully. He just feels like the troll, like an annoying well, he, person. He's the, he's the bully in the in the Miles Morales school. Mm, got you. Yeah. yeah, it's White Miles. Remember what I said from the beginning of the right. Movie? White Miles. Right. White yeah. Miles. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey. also, how the fuck does Peter Parker beat Doctor Strange, an ex Sorcerer Supreme, by using fucking geometry? Because math yeah. outdoes magic. Bad, yeah, like you can't have magic without math, right? It, uh, a lot of math, it, a lot of magic, sorcery math. style ma- uh, magic is based in math because it ha- it it's changing natural scientific laws. It's, it's think of it, Adrian, like you, you, um, in your favorite country in Britain, uh, you know, unless he's just an idiot American that spelled favorite differently. Um, but yeah, when the woman knew how to do math, they're like witch, and they they burned her at the stake. <laughs> well, that that solves it. <laughs> His other point about Ned is something that I brought up earlier too. Yeah, he did. But, but he's open. I said his Nana said we're magic people. Like it's a pre like they they put it they wrote it into the plot. <laughs> It still bugs me, but it doesn't like ruin the movie. It's the same reason I, Oz. Like Oz, you're a Mexican dude. You know your grandmother said, "Oh, my thigh hurts. It's gonna rain." You know, like that. You're you're open to magic. Like you could. Dude, imagine. My wife says that. Yeah. So you know, like you know, like you. She it's well, your a wife combination of science. It, it's a combination of, of science and magic because science put a metal rod in her leg that hurts when it's gonna rain. So it's there a, it is. Grandma, your grandma didn't have that metal rod, and she still said, "Like it's in my bones." Oh, grandma, grandma was magical. Yeah, like so, magic. You can you can wield that ring. It's not like so, a green lantern ring. It's not I, like you know, like you need enough hope or enough will. I'm covered in magic symbolism. Like I got all kind of stuff going on. Yeah. What's that say? You're missing the point, Moses. I'm not saying I flat out hate fan service, but it's a it's clear that this movie. Hold on, I keep I need to touch to read, so I keep putting my it, my cursor over it, and it takes it away. It says hide. Oh, okay. It says this this movie. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm says, not this... saying I flat out hate fan service, but it's so clear that the movie brought all these characters in because of a crack cash grab. The end scene was the best part. I, look, any fucking movie, like, we've had this, look, it's clearly his first time ever being on Fantastic Forum, because I'm usually the guy that hates all these fucking movies, and I call everything a cash grab. Nothing is cinema. Nothing is art. And this <laughs> movie true. manages to be a cash grab and be a fucking masterpiece. You know, like, th- there's no... um. This movie, this is what I'm going to say about this, and I guess I'll rate it because we're getting into the type two, and then we could just banter or whatever. Um, but th- this movie really does do the cash grab shit. Yeah, it gave you, you know, between the fan service part that you say, bringing all these villains, all these characters, 
it, it, look, it's a cash grab. And, and it gives you a really good fucking story. Look, you got plot holes. That's fine. Everything has the best fucking comics have plot holes. <laughs> you know, we you know, a train. If you would have been a, a more loyal uh, viewer, vis- uh, listener, you can hit the link up here somewhere, um, and you'll you'll find our review of Long Halloween, where like they did things the comics didn't do, and it actually fixed plot holes <laughs> in the adaptation. And you know, and some of it was fan service, some of it wasn't. But it's like they felt they needed to fix it. Because even some of the best, the Godfather of comics, which is fucking Long Halloween, had fucking plot holes. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say it didn't have it. I didn't, and you know, I didn't notice them at the time. And you know what? I'm a fucking fan. And I finally got, you know, you're not, you haven't been here with us long enough to know that I, I haven't gotten a, a comic book movie that I've actually loved in the entire time comic book movies have been existing. <laughs> you know, so let me fucking have this a train. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, before we get to rating the movie and all kind of stuff, well, I know you, you skipped a bunch of like the indie comic book movies, right? I, but that's the thing is like they were great fucking movies. I mean, like like History of Violence, Vincent Locke, man, Vincent Locke. I'm a fan on many different levels. Like he did. <laughs> he did the cover for fucking Eaten Back to Life by Cannibal Corpse. And then he he did fucking the masterpiece that is History of Violence. Like, yeah, you're going to get that. But, you know, nobody gives a fuck about those. Like, I want Spider-Man to be fucking tight. You know, I want Jonah Hex. I want the shit, I, the, the shit that really, like, got me into... History of Violence didn't get me into fucking comics, Joe. You know? Spider-Man got me into fucking comics. Doctor Strange got me into fucking comics. I'm Road just saying Whiteout is pretty good. <laughs> ah, Whiteout's fine. Surrogates is fine. Yeah. Atomic Blonde was pretty good, too. The movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you, look, but you didn't read that comic beforehand? I, I didn't. No. Yeah, nobody did. Like, all those indie <laughs> movies, nobody read the comic until after the fact. Uh, A-Train says Spider-Man 2 is the best. Look. I always maintained that until I saw Into the Spider Verse. That was the best. Into the Spider Verse. He says, uh, You're telling me that this was the comic book movie you were waiting for. What a fucking joke. Listen, I I will tell you, it's interesting because, like, I I know that, you know, uh, look, when A Train finally gets to the age of being able to have a drink, we'll have a shot of whiskey and we'll talk about it in person. In the meantime, enjoy your bar mitzvah. (laughs) <laughs> so so he's a a, a jewish brit <laughs> he's a kid he's a prepubescent kid i was gonna say you know mike mike, mike wellman uh was like on on social media put out a list of how he thought the the spider-man movies ranked and i'll tell you man i was shocked because he, he put I, I don't know. I don't remember how many movies, how many Spider-Man movies there are at this point, but it's damn near enough to do a, a top ten. But mm-hmm. uh, friggin' No Way Home was like number five, like, like five or six, yeah. like six. I know, I know. for him. I didn't want to bring that up, Larry, because and, and, and I was shocked because one of the amazing movies was above it. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and he put both of the 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 prior MCU Spider-Man films above this one too. And I'm just like, wow, like the only one that I was looking at that I was like, okay, I can see if you're like Maguire, Spider-Man, and, and Spider-Man 2. Like, I can see why you would like Spider-Man 2 is a really good movie. Like it it holds up. Yeah. I don't think it's better than this one, but I can understand why somebody would think that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and and I could also, you know, see like uh like I and I think his number one I think his number one was into the Spider-Verse though. But, Which you know, you know, and I get that too. Like that makes a lot of sense to me too. I, I saw the list and I didn't want to bring it up because we're friendly with Mike. <laughs> and you know, look, look, you know where I'm going with that, right, Larry? <laughs> Mike's going through some shit right now. <laughs> he's not thinking like, clearly. He he's you know he's going through shit. You know, as with the pandemic, we all tend to go through shit. He's going through shit. He's into his own. He's having his Peter Parker moment <laughs> with sense of power and responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but okay. The the question I did want to ask, though, is how do you feel like this movie stacks up against Into the Spider-Verse? So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did A-Train say he won't be having a beer with Mo? Yeah. <laughs> what? Dang, A-Train. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Now, he got offended when I say he's a Jew, but I didn't mean he's a Jew. I just, that's the only thing I can equate because males don't have quinceañeras. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the only. I mean, that's we stopped the doing the spirit journeys. You know, we that's the only coming of age ceremony yeah. that you knew of culturally. He'd be like, oh, I'm Mexican now. Or a woman. And I didn't want to go that bad. That's hardcore. Like I'm not that mad at a train. But also, you didn't say but, beer; you said whiskey. Yeah, but you know he drinks beer. That's part of what his problem is. That's what the comment first <laughs> beer over whiskey. <laughs> so, Into the Spider Verse versus No Way Home. Which one is is a Do better Spider Man movie? Compared to that one, I'm just I'm just, I mean no I yeah I want to know that like for me. I want to know which one of those do you feel is the better movie? I don't think there's any, any wrong answers, to be honest with you here. I'm just curious because I know for me, I was like, you know, that like I felt like Into the Spider-Verse was the best Spider-Man movie. And then I saw this one, and now I'm like, I have thoughts. I want to know what you all think. I'm, so uh-huh. I'm generally gonna go with a live action before over an animated anytime, just because. It, it there's more work that the actors have to do instead of some guy just drawing the emotions. So having said that, considering that I thought Into the Spider Verse was one of the best Spider Man movies up until that point, says something about how bad I thought the Spider Man movies up to that point were. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so I, I will personally edge out um, this No Way Home. Uh, over the uh, the Spider Verse, even though I really really like Spider Verse, and I can't wait for the next one. Okay, huh? That's interesting. Okay, and so just like just on GP of of it being live action, like that yeah. gives wow. Okay, well, it's okay. Just, well, like I say, it, it's a lot more work. To Andrew Garfield was putting way more work in his face. Then, if this was animated, he would just do the voice. 
Mm-hmm. Voice acting, while it's it's not something I can pull off, like voice actors mm-hmm. are more talented at doing voice acting than I am. <laughs> of but course, I would, I, would say, <laughs> I would say put them on screen, and somebody who's strictly a voice actor can't can't do what some regular ass actors can do. So oh. I always doubt a a physical actual person doing the acting over voice acting. I disagree with that one hundred percent. All right. Oh, what's it say? Spooter. <laughs> Spooter says, I've been lurking, but in my opinion, I think that Into the Spider-Verse is the better movie. All right, Spooter. Appreciate you you letting us know what you think, man. Like that's good stuff. If of the rest of you want to let us know, please jump into chat or hell, you could call in. Look, fantastic forum. Uh, late for that, man. We got Joe's got to go to work in the morning. Oh, yeah. d- no, that's <laughs> in. Shit. Listen, see now when you when you have that reaction, that's gonna make somebody call it. Yeah. Just play, just chill. You know, <laughs> Jay. I'm surprised Jay's still here. He's like waiting for his turn. <laughs> Jay, into the Spider Verse versus uh, No Way Home. What do you think? Um. I would get the nod to Into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. just because it's animated. It takes a lot more work. Um, like you have a lot more people. Anyone can like make an arm movement, but when you have like people drawing that arm movement, taking like literally millions of frames to get this movie to look like it's in motion, like. You just the hard work. You gotta give it to them, to the I'm animators. I'm done 3D animation. It's not that hard. Oh wow! Right. Look at you! Look right. at you! How dare and, you? And we all know he can't. Sometimes he misses shows because he's too busy creating 3D animation as a career. <laughs> <laughs> so Moses, what do you think? Uh, you know, you know it, it's a, it's a tough decision. I would give it to um, like I, honestly, I love fucking the live seeing the live action shit better like mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have this if into the spider-verse didn't take the risk that it did and do what it did i mean they took the risk of giving you spider-man you've never even seen before That's i mean true. when when a train gets mad and talks about the fan service of these old characters they give you characters nobody's ever seen that hadn't read comics you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh and they did it and they made it well they did it like even just a proud the I mean, you know, his Uncle Ben is his prowler. <laughs> you know, they gave him the mm-hmm. Uncle Ben in the first movie. It took three mm-hmm. movies to make Uncle Ben into Aunt May here. So it, it's <laughs> definitely, and look, the music that I still listen to that prowler theme, like when he finds out that he's the prowler, mm-hmm. I listen to that, I, I want to say at least twice a day. Damn. You know, like it, on my drive home and on my drive to work, I listen to it at least once. I know it's on my haircutting playlist at work. And mm-hmm. it's on my gym playlist when I work out. So it, it pops in and out there. So mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse gets it for me. I did enjoy this one better. But the better movie is, like, that's the pioneer. And making, making, uh, saying, you know, easily saying that, that No Way Home is the better movie mm-hmm. is solidifying that the pioneer <laughs> never gets the credit it deserves. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Well, what did Big Man twenty four seven say? Uh, basically, said watched making of Into the Spider Verse just today. It was the biggest animated production to date. Wow. 
Yeah. Appreciate you chiming in on with that, big man. So, yeah, man. Adrian uh, couldn't handle it. He says, the stream's a joke. I'm out. Oh, sorry, A-Train. Just if anybody can reply to him, tell him thanks for the conversation. Because that's (laughs) what we love here. He doesn't get the show, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Uh, You know, for me, man, I think I think I got to go with No Way Home, but only because, like, Into the Spider Verse is definitely like, oh boy, right there. (laughs) It's right there. But, but no, and I will take the old boys because I think what inches No Way Home out for me (laughs) is is the fact of the whole MCU aspect of it, where it's like, you know, to see Spider-Man getting to, like, hang out with Doctor Strange and to see, you know, him have a conversation with Matt Murdock, it's like, dude, like, that stuff, and, and really good solid versions of those characters as well it's like that's what i read that's what like i said so ever since i've been reading comics i've been waiting for that to happen you know and it's just it was just super cool and i i agree like i like i i can't wait to see where what direction they take like this version of spider-man in next because man i think we're about to get what what very well might be the next best spider-man movie so it's like it'll be no way home into the Spider Verse, and then maybe this fourth one. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, all right. Anything else anybody want to say before we rate this joint and get out of here? We have news still, right? Nah, man. Look, look. You don't see Joe? Joe's asleep already. Lower the tones. Lower the tones. Okay, thank you. All right, all right. So, look, final thoughts. Rate. Just give us your rating as your final thought. Jay, what would you rate Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, five out of five. There you I, go. I had a great time watching it. There you go. Oz, what would you rate Spider-Man No Way Home? Is that all I get to do is just rate it and then we're done? That's it, man. Type two. Type two. Okay. Five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to say something else? I watched a couple episodes of uh, season four of Star Trek Discovery and remembered why season three was the biggest piece of ass that ever existed and should be wiped off the earth. Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Well, look. We're going to save that for 2022. You know? <laughs> there it is. All right. Sp- Spooter with the rating 4.5 for me. Okay, there you go. Moses Magnum, what would you rate Spider-Man No Way Home? It's a 15 out of 5. Like, it, it, the, shit, the shit's fucking great. Plot holes and all. And, uh, you know, I, I could have used, the you know, another Spider-Man, like, uh, you know, maybe not a spider ham per se, mm-hmm. <laughs> but something a little new. You know, something they could they could uh, they could veer into moving forward in case contract disputes happen. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, but but it it went the way it did, and I, and I love it for it. And I mean, honestly, the real person like you should talk to about how much I love this movie is Emily. 
because <laughs> she saw me like the day leading up to it. Like I was listening to the Ramones singing the Spider-Man TV theme on a 24-hour loop like all day. <laughs> I was driving recklessly. I'm not a reckless driver. I'm actually a really safe driver, and she hates mm -hmm. me for that. But I was driving recklessly to make it to the theater in the rain. And uh, yeah, like it, that does it. Like it, it's this is this is one of my life's moments. No matter what a train says. <laughs> Listen, uh, shout out to to Spooter once again. He said, uh, "Subscribed, amazing discussion, guys. Thank you very much for that, Spooter. We do appreciate you. And yeah, if you're watching, oh, go ahead. What? No, Big Man says great show too. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Big Man. Appreciate it." Appreciate it. I am gonna give it uh, five out of five as well. I enjoyed the it, it was amazing. I yeah, so many great moments uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum. Thanks for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back uh, in 2022. We're not gonna be doing the show next week. So uh, see, look, Joe's already asleep. So you know, 2022. Uh, but dude, for all of you that have been watching Fantastic Forum throughout 2020, 20. 21 during this pandemic thank you we appreciate the support we really do and we're hoping to bring you bigger and better episodes of fantastic forum in 2022 wow that's so crazy that we're here already but we we do we do appreciate the support please uh keep letting us know what it is you like what you don't like what you want us to cover and uh yeah we hope we're gonna have a lot of cool and interesting things in the new year so until then we're out.